In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Gospel of today's Mass contains some of the teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ on the attitudes and the manner in which we should consider the material goods of this world. The first great teachers and theologians of the Christian Church, the Church Fathers, offer important insights and uh, into the teachings of our Lord, and so I will refer to some of these in explaining the meaning of these words of our Lord. No man can serve two masters, our Lord said. St. John Chrysostom, in his commentary on this gospel, said that riches cloud our understanding and turn us away from serving Almighty God. St. John Chrysostom notes that when our Lord said, no man can serve two masters, he meant two whose orders are contrary. For concord makes one of many. If we endeavor to serve two masters of contrary character, if thoughts of the world are in conflict with thoughts of Almighty God within our hearts, then we will find ourselves drawn contrary ways. For Almighty God draws those who endeavor to follow his will to spiritual values, while the world draws us to material wealth and physical well-being. You cannot serve God and mammon, our Lord said. Saint Jerome explains the meaning of this as follows. He said not, he who has riches, but he who is the servant of riches. For he who is the slave of money guards his money as a slave. But he who has thrown off the yoke of his slavery dispenses them as a master. We should endeavor to be master or mistress of the goods of this world and not their slave. When our Lord says, take no thought of your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, he does not intend to us to take the literal meaning of these words. What our Lord is telling us here is that our thoughts about spiritual and eternal values should not be undermined by temporal or worldly cares and preoccupations. St. Jerome's commentary on, this, on these words is insightful and succinct. He who has given the greater, will he not also give the less? Said, wrote Saint Jerome. He who has given the greater, will he not also give the less? Almighty God has bestowed upon each one of us the gift of life here on planet Earth. We can trust that he will give us the means and the resources to nourish, preserve, 
and sustain our lives here. He who has given the greater, will he not also give the less? Chrysostom also echoes this interpretation when, since he wrote, for he had not willed that that which was should be preserved. Sorry, for had he not willed that that which was should be preserved, he had not created it. But what he so created that it should be preserved by food, it is necessary that he give it food as long as he would have it to be preserved. I'll read these words again. For had, he not, for had he not willed that that which was should be preserved, he had not created it. But what he so created that it should be preserved by food, it is necessary that he give it food as long as he would have it to be preserved. Here, the saintly church father is telling us that when Almighty God wills something or some person into being, God also wills that its life be preserved as long as Almighty God wishes that life to be preserved. He can be trusted to provide the means to sustain it. Thus our Lord told us, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, or are gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Our Lord tells us that first and foremost we should endeavour to be in a proper relationship with Almighty God. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. St. Thomas Aquinas, in his commentary on the Gospel of St. Matthew, explains the meaning of these words as follows. If you wish to go to the kingdom of God, it is needful that you keep the justice of the kingdom. And he says justice, not simply, but his, because justice is twofold. Man's justice, by which man presumes by his own strength to be able to fulfill God's commandments. And God's justice, by which, with the help of grace, man believes that he can be saved. St. Thomas emphasizes that we need God's grace, the gracious assistance of Almighty God, to do good and to avoid evil. Thus, we must seek first the kingdom of God, the will of God. Then, St. Thomas adds, that just as a generous seller of his possessions gives and adds something, so we can be confident that Almighty God will bestow upon us whatever graces and blessings we truly need and we genuinely, when we genuinely strive to know and follow his will for us in this world. These teachings which we, which we find in the Gospel of today's Mass, are enshrined in the prayer our Lord himself taught us, the Lord's Prayer. 
This prayer begins with an, an acknowledgement of the magnificence of Almighty God. Hallowed be thy name. When we pray, then we pray that God's will may be done on earth as it is in heaven. Following these petitions, we request of Almighty God what we need for each day. Give us this day our daily bread. Even if, even if our prayers are not answered in the manner we may desire, we continue to trust that Almighty God watches over us and upholds us. St. Augustine explained this well, and I will conclude this morning with the words of St. Augustine. As a doctor sometimes withdraws food on account of the health of the body, so God, on account of the health of the soul, withdraws temporal things because it is for our good, so that past sins are punished and we may be on our guard against future sins, and for the good of others, so that by seeing our patients, they may advance towards good. As a doctor sometimes withdraws food on account of the health of the body, so God, on account of the health of the soul, withdraws temporal things because it is for our good, so that past sins are punished, and we may be on our guard against future sins, and for the good of others, so that by seeing our patients, they may advance towards good. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.